0: Welcome to the Glow Up Girl podcast. I'm Kyra Mitchell-Lewis, and thank you all for joining. Hope everyone is doing well out there. I hope your week is going great. It is Thursday. I don't know. I love love a Thursday. Anyone who knows me knows that I call Thursdays Friday juniors. So happy Friday junior to you all. All right, so let's chat. So the last time we talked, it's been a while since we last spoke on the career front. And so um, I've got a really great topic that I'm going to share with you today. Um, But before we get into that, let's just recap our last episode quickly. Excuse me. Last time we talked, we talked about your mid-year check-in and questions you should ask yourself, perhaps um, evaluating where you are at this stage of the year. So obviously, like we talked about, you could be doing um, a mid-year review at your job um, as well. So I think that this timing really works well together. So you've got maybe a check-in at work and then also, doing that internal check-in with yourself just to see. So I gave you 13 questions that you should ask yourself. Um, Now, I'm not going to go through all 13, but I will recap four of them. And if you missed the episode, you can go over, I mean, in the same platform you're listening today, and just look for the episode titled, The Career Series, Mid Year Check-In. All right, so the first question I said is, If I really could have it all, what's my vision for my ideal career? Number two, how does my current job align with that vision? Three, when it comes to my performance in my career, thus far, am I more reactive or proactive? And lastly, who are three people that can help me reach my goals, and whom I could seek constructive feedback from. So, if you like those four, then you should definitely go and you missed episode. Definitely go back and listen so you can get all thirteen of those. Okay, so let's switch gears. Um, today we're gonna be t- we're gonna talk about. Uh, What happens when you stop dating the company's representative? So if you're thinking in your head and you're thinking to yourself, Kyra, are you drawing a similarity to dating in real life? Yes, I am. So think about it. Um, When you're starting or looking for a new job, often, you know, there is, it feels Very much like starting a dating in a new relationship, right? Uh, There's a lot of bliss. Uh, There's a lot of giddiness. You're like super happy. It's new love. Um, You enjoy spending time together and spend countless hours trying to make sure that you are putting your best foot forward, your best face forward with this person. And also, like I said, is really no different than when you start a new job. When you're interviewing, it's all fun and games, right? Everyone is working to impress the other person. Their people are trying to impress you. You're trying to impress them. But the reality is, is that um, <clears throat> there's only so long that you can keep up that perfect image. At some point. The real you, whether it's you or the company, um, is going to show up. And all those little things that either of you have been trying to hide, right? All those things that you've been trying to hide, at some point, they're going to come out of the closet. So you have to, so you really want to, like, right, be who you are all the time, be your authentic self from the beginning so that there's really like no awkwardness when something happens and you're like, oh, so today what I want to talk about and give you some things that, some questions. So if you're in that phase right now, right, you've done your mid-year check-in and you're like, hmm. I think it might be time for me to look for something different. It might be time for me to move on from this phase of my life. I want to give you some questions you should ask and some things you should look out for um, as you start this interview process or if you're already in this interview process. And so um, we're going to start with that. And then the next time we get together, We're going to talk about if you are already, you're in the relationship, and you're trying to figure out, like, do I want to work on this and make it better, or is it time to walk away? All right, so let's get started. Number one, the first thing you should ask is, what is the company's approach to strategic planning? So you want to know, you want to ask questions, you know, and find out, um, is there a current plan that's being utilized by the teams. Um, What does the process look like? Who's involved? How does it start? Um, Also, how do they as a company determine what the key strategies are yearly? Is there a three to five year plan in place is another good one. Um, and then what is the process when there's a change in priorities? Because we all know if you work somewhere, um, you know, some things change. You have to pivot all the time. And that's no secret. Um, that's business. But what is that process of changing? How do we find out? Is it like a frantic meeting that your boss puts on, and it's like the world's on fire, hair's on fire, we're going to change everything, and it gets everybody up in arms, it makes people feel uneasy. Um, Is it that, or is it that, you know, there is some announcement that's made? Because I would imagine if you've got key pillars at the top that everybody's working towards, if there's a change, then there should be a formal announcement Right. There should be a formal announcement. There should be a meeting with your individual department, right, to talk about how that change affects you and the goals and priorities that you've aligned to the main priorities. Right. So I think the thing, the key takeaway that you want to come away with is you want to come away with the fact of knowing that they aren't reactive in making business decisions and that they do have a long-term strategy and guardrails in place should those strategies need to change. All right, number two, collaboration. What does collaboration look like? We all know everywhere you go, you know, it's about collaborating, it's about um you know cross functional team collaboration and people want to know how do you collaborate with others what's your process um, can you play can you play well um in the group um they want to know all those things but i think it's important as the interviewee to also ask questions about the collaboration within the company um because you a want to know is it truly collaborative or is it groupthink so indeed had a really good definition of collaboration they define it as working together with one or more people to complete a project or task or develop ideas or processes in a workplace setting the people are collab who are collaborating must communicate clearly and share knowledge effectively now we all know there's Way more to collaboration, right? All the things that you have to do to be successful at it, but that is a pretty good definition of what you're trying to accomplish when you truly are effective at collaborating. Now, on the other hand, on the other side of that coin, I believe there is a groupthink. So, groupthink occurs when a group of individuals reach they reach a consensus but without really critical reasoning, thinking, or evaluation of the consequences or the alternatives. Um, groupthink is based on just the common desire to not ruffle the feathers, not disrupt the balance of the group. Um, groupthink is a whole other topic for another, another episode, um, but. The takeaway that you should get from asking these questions is that you want to understand how decisions are made, what critical thinking and problem-solving processes look like in the company, because in collaboration, before I go to the next one, in collaboration, we see that opportunity, right, for there to be debate we see the opportunity for disagreements, friendly disagreements, right? Um, for people to have a voice, for people to have a say, for people to bring um, research and logic and rationale to the table, and not just an opportunity for one person to say something, and then everybody's just go along with it, because you either don't want to be bothered with having to really think about it, you don't want to like I say, upset someone, or you just enjoy being in a place where you talk about things over and over and over and over and over in a circle all the time and never really come to a conclusion. So I would definitely say, like, that is not something that you want to be a part of. <laughs> all right, number three culture. Culture, culture, culture. We know culture has become quite the buzzword now with companies and employees. And I believe um, you're still only getting the best parts shown to you right on the website and with the people that they put put in front of you at interviews. But you have an opportunity to just dig a little bit deeper and um, find out more about the culture. So here are some things that you should ask or do to dig a little bit deeper into the company's culture. One, so aside from the people that you are being set up to interview with, you should ask to speak to some other team members in other areas. So say, for example, if you're interviewing for a job in operations um, or if sales, if you're interviewing for a job in operations, ask to speak to somebody in marketing. If you're interviewing in sales, ask to speak to someone and customer service, right? And also dig even a little bit deeper, like say, I'd love to speak to maybe some of the individual contributors in the company. Like, don't just say, don't be okay with them just saying, oh, we're going to put like another manager in front of you so that of course, managers are going to sell the culture. And I'm not saying that the people who are maybe not the managers aren't going to, but I just think like, i pride myself on being like really able to sort of read people, really good at like sort of understanding and seeing what people are putting out there, even if they aren't saying it, but being able to sort of read it and pick up on it. So do that. Second, you can always go to LinkedIn. And you can look at people who are in the company now or people that have left the company, maybe reach out to them and see if they're willing to let you have a quick discussion with them just to gain some insight into their experiences with the company. Uh, Another thing is to ask, what does your feedback loop look like? And what do you do with the feedback? Because it's one thing to... Ask people for feedback all the time, get feedback all the time, but not actually like do anything with the feedback. So it's like you want to understand how is that feedback being used? Is it being implemented anywhere? Is there a place where people can go and and see all feedback that or ideas that have been given? So I think that's really important. Also, I would say ask to speak to more members of the HR team, aside from the recruiters, only to understand, because you want to understand like the goals, you understand the people who are in HR, you want understand like what core values are driving them. Um, because I think I've said this in previous episodes, um, if you're in a place, if you want to know a lot about a company, meet the HR team. Meet the HR team, see how the HR team deals with um, conflict and issues if they are proactively trying to find out to get information but if they're reactive to situations and when they get to a place to where it's just like ah oh, like no we got like something's gotta happen um go ahead and, and find those things out talk to them see what you can see what you can get in front of and then also Inquire about, obviously, like benefits, um, you know, benefits, time off, uh, flex schedules, also like holidays, what holidays uh, are observed. I think that's also really important um, is to figure that out first, because I think a lot of times people take jobs and think, oh, these certain holidays, of course, are observed because, I mean... Why not, right? Because everywhere else does, but um, not always the case. All right, so, and then the last one in that um, bucket is ask everyone that you meet with to describe the culture in three words. All right, so the takeaway, what you wanna take away from this particular exercise is that you wanna truly be able to pull back the layers to understand what this company truly values, whether it is written or unwritten or said or unsaid. All right, number four is what role does executive leadership play in the day-to-day operations? So one is really important to understand what role they play and how involved they are in day-to-day business Um, because it just is, right? (laughs) It just is. If if they're your executive leadership, you want to know that they're working to help to push the business forward, right? And obviously, that may mean that they have different a set of different projects that they work on that are different from yours. They may all be working towards those strategic goals that we've talked about in number one and those key pillars for the year, but they're also probably going to be working on things like business development, things that are gonna to help to increase um, the business. So ask this leadership, you wanna, okay, <clears> okay. <throat> You want to understand what the top level structure looks like, right? If you have a CEO in, their co- in your company, and this depends on the size of your company. So this is not one size fit, fits all. But when you look at the company that you're either in or the company that you may be considering, thinking about the size, the number of people who work there, is there a CEO, right? And if you're in a company that is like a larger company, you know, over billion, like billions of dollars, um, do they have like a CEO? Is there a president? Is there a C, you know, COO? Um, because I say that to, if there's a president is because the CEO at this point, if you're in a company that is extremely large and growing, chances are the CEO is not going to be in the day-to-day. The president's going to manage more day-to-day operations with the leadership team. The CEO is probably going to be worried about Future like business opportunities. And um, if you're, and even if you're in a smaller company that is growing, you know, and you see that's growing and it's got a level of leadership underneath the CEO, then the CEO should not be in day to day, should not be micromanaging in tactics. CEO should be worried about bigger things like, you know, growing the company and not necessarily so hands-on in like, it's great that if you have a CEO that can be involved and they know everybody and they sit in meetings sometimes, and I think that's really cool. I think that does help to create a culture where everyone feels included and seen and heard, but the truth of the matter is, is that when companies start to grow, sometimes the CEO has to, you know, trust the leadership, right? The next level of leaders to drive strategy and may need to focus attention elsewhere. So the takeaway from that is that you want to determine if leaders trust their people or if they are micromanaging. All right, number five. Um, how does the company handle adversity? It's just as simple as that. Like ask about times where they've had to deal with adversity or when they've had to deal with conflict because you really want to just understand um, do they crumble under pressure? <laughs> what's, the, what's the process? What do they do when things feel uneasy or they need to shift? How do they pivot? And the takeaway from that, is are the people in the building? And I've got air quotes because I know people aren't necessarily all working in a building, but you get the gist. Um, are the people, are you still gonna like them when adversity happens? Because that's important. Because if everybody changes and they get really rude and ugly and, you know, stressed out, then no, thank you. All right. So here's a bonus for you. Just throwing it out there. What is the flex remote or hybrid policy? Just ask because we all know, not, we all know we worked at home for almost, right. I can't even remember now from 2020 to like most people, some people still working at home, me still working at home, got a little different job, just fully remote now. But a lot of people are still in that phase of trying their companies, trying to figure out, how to get them back in the office Um, because people want, you know, now they want to return to office. Some companies, some companies don't. So I think it's important to like understand these are the things I'm telling you about this. So understand understand um, if you are someone who has said like, nope, I want to work remote. I don't want to go back into an office. I would say, look at companies who have always been remote. Those companies are going to know how to do remote work right? Um, If you, obviously, I'm not telling you not to look at companies that weren't remote before, but went remote, you know, there are companies who were in person, but then went fully remote after the pandemic or during the pandemic. Um, Some of those companies are still trying to figure it out, right? And then there's still maybe elements of wanting to get together, wanting to be in person. So I think it's important for you just to understand and to know what you want and what you need as an individual, because if you're someone that's like, no, I don't need to see anybody. I can do my job, you know, I can do my job at home. I can connect to people on Zoom, Teams, whatever, Slack, um, cool. Then look for companies that are fully remote. If you're someone who may need some connection points, but you still want to be working from home, look at companies that probably went from in-person to fully remote during the pandemic. And then if you're somebody, you know, if you want to do hybrid schedules, look for, you know, you don't mind going in, you a couple of days a week is cool with you. Then look for, you know, hybrid opportunities. And then of course if you're somebody who wants to go into a job because you miss being there, miss being in the building then there are lots of opportunities there too. But it's important for you to ask. All right. So those are the five questions you should ask in the dating phase of your interview phase. Next time, like I said, we're going to talk about um, what happens when you're there and you realize that the representative has left the building um, and (laughs) you're trying to figure out, can we make this work? or. Has that season of bliss ended and it's time for me to transition? So quickly before we go, the recap. One, <clears throat> what is the company's approach to strategic planning? Two, collaboration. What does it look like here? Three, what is your culture? Four, what's the executive leadership's role in the day-to-day operations? And five, how do how does the company handle adversity? And the bonus is what is the flex remote. Or hybrid word policy. All right. So before I go, you can head over to globegirl.com to access previous podcast episodes. And, you know, don't forget, you need, if you didn't hear the you check in, you need to go back and listen to that. Um, you can find our social handles and so much more. Um, If you're someone who's out there listening and you're saying these stories are in this message, Kyra, it's resonating with me. And you just might want to have a conversation to talk about how I maybe could help guide you or give you some guidance on your next steps in your career. Let's talk about it. You know, I find that you might fall into one of three buckets. One, you might be happy in your job, you might be finding purpose, you're trying to figure out how can you elevate? How can I move up? What's that next level for me? Number two is you're okay for now, but you're not really sure that this is a long-term um, thing for you, don't know if this is this is it. Um, and then three, um, nope. I am not happy here. I am not finding joy. You know, I got Monday, I got Sunday scaries, Monday nightmares, Tuesday terrors, all those things like no joy lives here. Um, Send me a message. Um, Send me an email at hello at glow up girl or send me a DM on Instagram. We're at glow up girl. Um, Also, send me any topics, any feedback. If you do the exercise, For the mid-year check-in, send me a note. Let me know how it goes. If you're interviewing right now and you're asking some of these questions from today's episode, um, I'd love to hear from you, see how it's going. All right, so thank you all so much again for joining me. I really appreciate all the support and I can't wait to come back and see you next time. So until then, stay focused, fab, and glow up. Take care, everyone.